Hello, this is Anne Eugenio, and you're listening to the Momentum Therapy Podcast, Episode 2. I was so excited when I finished the first episode of this podcast. I was really proud of what I'd done, picking out the music, learning about recording, and just you know, proud of the work I created. And then I promptly procrastinated recording any future episodes. I was feeling pretty vulnerable and nervous and not sure how to approach this big goal that I have. So I figured with this second episode, which is about a month and a half late, um, later than I hoped, I would just introduce my purpose for what I'm doing here and tell my listeners, you know, who I am. I am a graduate student at Pacific Lutheran University completing courses in marriage and family therapy. I am building, through this podcast, a library of resources, um, of helps that anyone can access and that will be free. When I first encountered anxiety and depression, I had no context for what was happening to me. I really had no clue or had ever had articulated to me what that felt like. And so I really thought I was going crazy. And it was scary, and I was ashamed, and I tried to hide it. But I couldn't hide it because I lived it. Um, Eventually, I heard uh, descriptions of anxiety that fit for me. An impending sense of doom was my favorite and least favorite sensation. my favorite name for the sensation anyway. It felt the most accurate, but I didn't have that until I'd been experiencing for what felt like at least a couple of years. I, the first thing I did um, after my, was my, it was 10 years ago, 11 years ago after my last baby was born and I was just feeling not right. That's all I could say. That's all I could say to articulate what I was experiencing. I just didn't feel right. Um, and I went to the doctor and I had all four of my kids in tow and they were, I think, one, three, five, and seven. They were all with me in the doctor's office. And I think I was doing a checkup for one of the kids. I don't know. And I was like, doctor, I just think that there is something not right with me. And he looked at me and said something, and he was very kind um, to the effect of, well, you do have four little kids. And he, I, mean, I thought, well, you're right. That is a lot. Anybody would be overwhelmed with these four small children. I think I had three in diapers. Um, at one point, maybe not at that point, but yeah, my five-year-old probably in a pull-up still, uh, at night. But anyway, um, I thought, well, okay, that's it. This is normal. But then years passed and, um, I would say anxiety compounded and depression, you know, those two always kind of seem to come together and they were, there were some really dark days for me. And it was also a time when, um, when, you know, we didn't have money to spend on a therapist, let alone shopping for a therapist. One of the things that happens when people need help the most is that first they can't articulate what it is that's going on with them in order to get help. Um, they can't find the motivation, especially anxiety and depression, to get out of bed, make phone calls, make appointments. And often they don't have the money to shop for shopping for a therapist. Think about it. $120 a shot. Like, okay, just go ahead and test out a therapist for a month or two. And then if you don't like them, find a new one. Well, later, you know, 
in the meantime, you've spent $600 on this shopping for therapists. It's just not something that's practical for people who are in the most distress. So what I did, you know, well, I did go see one therapist. I went to her twice and felt traumatized because I was sitting in this room with a stranger bawling my eyes out and feeling humiliated. And I just, I didn't feel like I understood what I needed or what was happening to me. And the, and a therapy experience just, I just wasn't ready for it. What I did find that helped me were podcasts and they were free and friends would recommend them to me if, if they had a topic that they knew I'd be interested in or, or needed help. Um, and I slowly started to get the help that I needed by listening to these podcasts. Um, and so this is what I hope to do as I hope to create this free resource of everything that I'm learning as I go through the, my graduate program that I think will be helpful to anybody kind of uh, boots on the ground in their life dealing with anxiety, depression, that they can listen to this podcast, add it to your queue and get some real resources to get and get you in the right direction. Um, I, it really was a lifesaver for me. It really made all the difference. So that's my hope. Now, with that said, I was pondering, you know, as I getting going on this podcast, I thought, well, um, I'm going to be a therapist. By the time anyone actually starts listening to this podcast, I'll probably be um, a therapist, right? So I could just not mention the fact that I'm a student. Well, that's just silly. We always need to show up in all our spaces, understand, you know, being transparent about who we are. Um, and plus, I think by talking about my graduate school experience and not, you know, not moving forward, even though I am not um, already arrived at a lot of the things that I hope to have and do. Like, for example, I'm not sure if I have a specific niche of people that I want to, to, to serve. Um, maybe I'll do sex therapy or maybe I'll work with teenagers or maybe I'll work with the LGBTQ plus community, or maybe I'll work with those that share my faith in the Church of Jesus, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is uh, such a mouthful to say, but um, I'm not really sure what my niche will be, and I'm also not letting that stop me. I think that that is, um, that's a pretty useful, that could be useful to listeners who want to see what it's like for a therapist to grow into a therapist. So if you listen to this podcast over the next couple of years, you'll be able to see and go on this journey with me. Um, so I am a PLU student. I am 41 years old while I record this first up, the second episode. I have four kids. I have been married for 20 years to my high school sweetheart. Um, he is pretty awesome. Our, my kids are multicultural kids. They've got, um, my European American background, although I would say, um, pretty much as far back as my tree as, as I want to go, we've all been in America for quite a long time. So, um, you know, pioneer stock and all of that. Um, but, and my husband, my kids also have from my husband, Filipino and Hawaiian heritage, which, um, is such a lovely and beautiful thing. And we treasure all of those aspects of our family. Um, I am, I was born, being born in 1980. I am right on the cusp between, Generation X and being a millennial, so I get to be the best of both worlds. Um, I hope to 
be able to bring all these different identities into this podcast on occasion and whenever they're helpful. So if I'm doing a podcast on spirituality and mental health, I will definitely mention my membership in my church. If I am doing a podcast about step parenting, I will definitely mention that I come from a family of a mixed family or a blended family. Um, and if I'm doing, um, you know, a podcast on gender issues, I will certainly be talking about the fact that I'm a woman, for example. But I won't bring every single identity into every podcast. I hope that as I go along, I'll be specializing in a specific area of interest. Um, like I mentioned, human you know, sexuality and intimacy or um, something like that. But right now, I'm just learning anything and everything. And so that is what this podcast will be. In addition, I'm planning to bring all of the members of my cohort, my graduate cohort, um, into this podcast as guests and I'll interview them and we'll get to learn from them as well. One of the greatest things about going to school at Pacific Lutheran University is the cohort experience. And the program directors, um, the director and staff, they go and make a special effort to make sure it's a very diverse group with people from all different backgrounds and ages and gender identities and, um, it's a really wonderful thing, wonderful experience. So what better way to create a free library of resources than to bring all of these wonderful individuals on and interview them and hear some of their perspectives on ways we can all be mentally healthy. So that will be happening over the next two years. And we will be, hopefully, I'll be able to get some of my professors on, but we will see. I have no idea if they have rules against that type of thing. And then in about two years from now, a little less than two years, I will be graduating and probably going to private practice or who knows what. But that is what, that's my journey. This is my first step. Um, actually, my second step when it comes to my second podcast. Um, but I'm moving forward into my goals. I named this this um, podcast the Momentum Therapy Podcast. And I'm working on a website for Mom Momentum Therapy. Is because, And I chose that name because what happens so often and gives us the most pain is when we're stuck in cycles and patterns and there's no hope for us to move out and away from them. And these are usually off often need someone else to help us identify these patterns and cycles and disrupt the pattern and create momentum, forward momentum in our lives again. This is what I hope to do for anyone who listens to this podcast, anyone who comes into an office, my office as a future client, and um, also just in my own life is keep a forward momentum and into the future with hope and purpose. I really appreciate you listening today. We're going to have a lot of good things to talk about over the next two years before I start practicing. I'm so glad you're with me for the journey. Thank you and bye-bye.